fellow adults. Welcome to This is Adulting, a podcast about being an adult with your guest. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Just keep going. That's how this whole episode's going to go. <laughs> with your host, Jack. And Danny. Oh, man. Okay. Good start. On, on today's episode, we'll be discussing living life to the fullest with adversity thrown into the mix, you know? <laughs> It has um, to do with our January theme, our living life theme. Yes. Uh, we have a special guest today. Yes. Don Bear Vanilla. Baronilla. <laughs> I was using that just to make sure I knew her name. Did I say that you right, Don? You did Dawn? good. Yeah, right, it was awesome. close enough. Yeah. Yes. We have uh, Don here today, and she is um, a friend of ours and a special girlfriend of special. our sound producer, Lindsay Olton. Oh, yes, Lindsay. Special, special girlfriend. Special girlfriend. Not like those ordinary other ones you have. <laughs> <laughs> right off the start, we should probably mention how this today is going to go. It's going to be explicit. Yeah, it's, Dawn comes with an explicit tag with her, which I, I, I haven't met Dawn very often. Yeah. But I find her hilarious already. <laughs> Thank you. I'm excited for this Thank you. episode. So Dawn, tell us a little about yourself. Oh, gosh, where to start? Um, so tying with the whole adulting adversity thing, I feel like I could be like a professor, maybe associate professor at School of Hard Knocks. Uh, you know, I have kids who are fantastic. They And we already said the explicit thing. So yeah. I always describe my kids as being like amazing, but intense as fuck. <laughs> like they are incredible and just fucking intense and um the whole juggling relationships things and all that stuff so i'm a mom i'm a wife girlfriend partner everything mm -hmm. you know keep the kids alive keep the house from burning down yeah. uh that's actually we could jump right into the first lesson of how to stay positive while yeah. juggling adversity is set your bar as low <laughs> as you possibly <laughs> can so everyone's like hey don how was your day it's like nobody died and uh, the house is still standing. So oh, man. I used you to know? do that for the beep test. It's this running test that oh, we have to do for soccer. God. And you always have to do it twice to see how you did, like how you improved. And so my first time, <laughs> if you set the bar low, right? So like, oh, I tapped out at two. Yeah, now you can crush it. So tapped out at two. That's beeps? like sandbagging. <laughs> oh, like it I'm is. <laughs> it is sandbagging for sure. That's why I'm still a professional athlete to this day. Oh yeah. <laughs> I sandbag parenthood. There, yeah. there we go. Thanks yeah. for teaching me a new thing. <laughs> how do you sandbag parenting? You, set you the your, bar so... How do you set your kids at a low low uh, bar, though? Like, you don't do Pinterest things. Oh, gosh, no. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, no. meals or... Yeah, meals You yeah. try to hit at least some of the food groups. <laughs> like, yeah, and stretch Sweet. it instead of, like, per day, do it, like, per week. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. See, right. So just in case you ways. notice, I don't have kids, so this is all new to me. Like, right. The, the parenting We're going to learn you a something, oh. I'll tell you. I, I'm sure I'm excited <laughs> to learn that I probably don't want kids. For one of our adventures, we're hoping that Jack will take Arlie for, like, a full oh day. Oh, my God. <laughs> you could also take my kids. Oh, that all maybe three. Oh, dear. All three. All three for a day? That bar is going to be set real low, as in, like, I lost your kids. But yeah. you guys expected that of me anyways, right? Right. Yeah. Right? So they're just like, yeah, we put trackers on them beforehand, so we know exactly where they are. We knew you were going to lose them, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we, we came prepared. We knew what to ex <laughs> we knew expect. We set our bar low by having you babysit them in yeah. the first place. So. Right. The fact that we would allow it yeah. means that we are setting the bar low. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, I don't know. What else should we talk you got about? Like, you got some giant dogs? Giant dogs. Oh my God. Giant. Why am I allowed to make decisions? Why <laughs> am I allowed decisions. to make decisions? Yeah. No, <laughs> shitty decisions. Like super bad decisions. Dogs are amazing. Um, Mastiffs. So like oh, just a lot. Mastiffs. I know, right? So they're like a lot of dogs. So we have an Italian Mastiff who's a protection dog, incredible dog, like just amazing. And so I thought, hey, let's get another Mastiff. And everyone was like, no, you can't do that. So I got another Mastiff and I named him Fish. So now we have- You have a Mastiff and Fish. And Fish, um, who is the worst decision I've ever made. Who's telling you you can't get another Mastiff? People with common sense, Um. who I trust- um, I know normally I would say you don't need that kind of negativity in your life, but no, they were fucking right. Like I really should not have done. And I look at this dog and I guess he's gifted in some ways. Cause just yesterday he learned how to attach his big slingers of drool together. So it looks like he's oh, wearing a like a loose trick. football helmet or something under his chins, um, in front of his vulva neck. Uh, and, and then he just shakes his head and slings it. Like I love him. Because he's this creature who is in my life, and I promise to nurture and take care of and not let him kill people and things. And he's just awful. He's a dick. He's awful. He purposely does awful things. He's chewed through, he's dug through carpet down to the baseboards. Oh, no. He's eaten a leather bed, like a oh, our right, frame, I remember our bed that. frame. He's torn through, I think we're at 20 blankets. 20 blankets? Oh, we stockpile blankets. Oh you want to talk about Value Village on their 50% off days? <laughs> I'm there buying. And the lady's like, why are you buying so many blankets? I'm like, I have a Great Dane. <laughs> this is his favorite food. Now, does, is he one of those dogs that um, knows his own size? or does No, he, like, bless his yeah, little he's heart. He's just like a lap dog at heart yes. he's just like hey i'm gonna steal your lap but right? i don't realize how he's big i actually am pounds, <laughs> like and he's still just a pop so oh. he's got like a heart of gold and a brain of mush we say yeah. we yeah. couldn't find a, a sweeter dog he's just really dumb yeah i've seen that in a lot of dogs they mean well but they're just idiots i've seen that in a lot of people i've seen it a lot if we're gonna too. talk like a lot <laughs> of people and this is this is the, this is where i would rather take a dog to a person in most aspects because they just they care so much oh my god but they're, you know, the things that they do that hurt you or, like, they don't mean to do it. They actually don't mean to do it. Right. I mean, and you can lock them in a kennel. Yeah. And they'll be like, right. they'll, they'll get out there and be like, do... I love you still. I love you still. Did you know you can't do that with people? That was a hard uh, lesson. Yeah. That's I'm sure you tried it with your kids before. Don't. Don't lie. It's so no, it's so funny. So kids are like cats in that sense. They will willingly go, go into in. any <laughs> new thing. They're like, look at this playhouse. And I'm like, get out before CPS sees this somewhere. I look mean, at this box. Take the funny picture to put on Facebook, yeah. of course. But yeah. And you guys have hit cats as well. Like, we do. We have one cat. Have house. Frank. Yeah, we got Frank. He is the good animal, <laughs> as we refer to him. Um, but it's mostly the kids and me, I mean, the dogs take up some space. I mean, I joke some about them a lot, space. but they're actually pretty good. Do they sleep on your bed at night? Oh, no. Oh, no, you can't You can't let, like, guardian breeds like that yeah, yeah. have any sort of leeway because they will, you give them one inch and they'll take a mile. Mm. Oh. Yeah. What is guardian breed? So those are the more of the hard-tempered breeds. So you're looking at all of your harder mastiffs. Mm-hmm. So your Presa Canarios, your Cane Corsos, you get your South African mastiffs, your Dogo Argentinos. There's a whole bunch that are just more guardian breed. You right? seem to have studied your 
um, master freeze. I have so well. much free time. So I actually... <laughs> yeah, yet, yet you don't know that you shouldn't have two of them in your house. <laughs> you can if they're both it's just a good lot of dogs. Work. Fish wasn't supposed to be this stupid. It's like he's this hybrid and he's supposed to have the best of both okay, breeds. Yeah, yeah. And then I get the worst mm. of both breeds. Mm. That's still a hybrid though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I studied massive because when you have kids in the house, yeah. you want to make sure you're doing your research before right. you bring yep. in. That makes sense. Right, yeah, and our kids are young. And I mean, it's worth probably mentioning that our kids do have disabilities, so they're both diagnosed with autism as their primary disability, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on there right. too, right? So we wanted to make sure we were getting dogs made by Fisher Price and or Tonka, <laughs> and uh, it turned out to be Mastiffs. Oh. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I've never seen you guys. I've never. I don't think I've ever been to your guys' place. I would love to meet these dogs. I love massives. Oh yeah, I no, will, you I fish. Love, you will love. I just want to like hug them and like cuddle them because they're so big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you will absolutely love fish. Vito is not for snuggles. Vito uh, wears a vest and normally just stays off, and he's like, he's my dog. He stays by uh, me, and he is trained to like find children when they disappear, oh, which occasionally yeah. has happened in the past. <laughs> Does Vito snuggle with the kids? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. He's very kid oriented. And uh, we can get him to know new people. It just takes a while. Right. Yeah. Takes a couple I weeks. Like, I like these, how these like adult lessons are coming in. So we have, we talked about set the bar low for being a parent. Also, maybe think about getting two, not having two massives unless they, <laughs> one is not dumb. <laughs> I'm like these. These are real lessons you can coming really at you today. Really predict that when you get a dog. It's <laughs> no. like, this dog's not going to be dumb. He looks like he's a pretty smart dog, right? And no. then it's just like they grow up and they're like, oh. There was a dog, or there was a cat that we were looking at. Tim was looking at when when we were about. Tim to, was looking for. Tim the cat. was looking for a cat, and uh, he huh. sent me a text because the one that he was looking at pooped and then like got it on his own head. And Tim was like, "No, <laughs> this is not the cat for us." <laughs> okay, but on the same note, that does also happen with children, and you can't like choose. Yeah, and you're not like, "Oh, I don't want this kid. Do. I don't want this kid because he pooped yeah. on his own head." Yeah, but this cat, no, I could just. I don't want this cat. This cat looks like an idiot. <laughs> We have taught Arlie not to put poop on his head. <laughs> so far, so far, so clear. And I'm knocking on that's the not wood. glass. Yeah, that's a glass. Yeah, that's <laughs> not going to work. On glass. That's not going to work, Danny. <laughs> it will work. Oh. Oh. <laughs> We're taking a group selfie. Yeah, I do that. Sorry, I children. do that. And uh, also, don't ever ask me to take a group picture for anybody. I'll just like take your phone and do like a bunch of selfies Oh, first. I do that all the time. Oh, my God. Especially with people with iPhones. It. It's like, I'm just going to hold this button for, yeah. let's see, what's your max on here? Yeah. Let's see how many I can get to before you notice. And I'm at 2,500 pictures. Amazing. <laughs> knows. I'm an asshole. I, I just want to hear more. I just want to hear life lessons from Dawn. Okay. What else you got? Um... The one people always ask me about, you know, pregnancy and things like that and not even knowing how our story unfolds and, right. you know, but the biggest thing for me was I read every parenting book and I followed every rule. And I don't know for all of you people out there that don't or haven't been pregnant or don't know all about it. Like there's so many rules and best practices, right? Like you can't have tuna fish. You can't have room temperature. Or I know it's what? bizarre, right? Because of the, it's mercury. Yeah, in the oh, okay, water, okay, okay. the bigger, so sh no shark, no tuna, no big 
slower moving oh, man. animals that that grow old yeah. because of the amount of mercury. Right. So there's that. There's no cold cuts. Yeah. There's no mayonnaise at certain temperatures because of the raw egg. You can only have hard cooked. Egg. Okay, so I do all these things, right? I don't eat the cake. I don't have all the unhealthy food. Do everything perfectly. Have my children, and bam, they're both diagnosed with autism. And it's like, so now my advice is just eat the fucking yeah. cake. Yeah. Right? Yeah, when you're pregnant, crazy. eat the fucking cake. You want the cake? To eat the fucking cake. <laughs> just do it. So, the, and I kind of carry that through to everything as not like cake specific, but just be like, you know what? Just do it. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no matter what you do, you're going to get hard or curveballs thrown at you in life. Mm-hmm. And um, you just, you will learn to roll with them. Right? Right? Like you, yeah. you just, you will. Yeah. I think it's something that you have, everyone's going to have to handle some kind of situation in their life no matter what you do to prevent it you can't prevent everything in life that's how that's not how life works yeah we've talked i I feel like this is becoming the theme is like you're going to situations are going to happen you're going to land where you land and then the next step is going off from that point like um everyone we've talked to has kind of been been like that regardless of how big or small the jump off point yeah. is there's no book that's going to tell you how to live life perfectly no not Th- until i write it no no yeah this podcast but currently or... this yeah, yeah once you hear this podcast you will have all of the secrets um yeah there i wish there was i mean you can gather bits of information around that will help you cope but even that's that's the key is coping and yeah. everyone's coping strategies are different right yeah well and everyone everyone's life and situation is different no not every one person's body is the same so everyone's going to react to everything differently. So all these books that you read about not like having a healthy baby per se, that's, that's not going to be always be true. Like, yeah. cause your body reacts to everything differently. Right. So, well, and I think what, um, I don't know if you would call it one of your coping mechanisms, but the advocacy work that you have done, um, for the autism world, like I mm-hmm. think is incredible. And I don't know, um, with everything that happened from Arlie's birth, like that was really cathartic for me to go out and be like okay this is what happened to me and here's what other moms should know and so is that kind of for you something that helped for me i i believe it's that it gives me a sense of power and control over a situation that i had zero power and control over it's similar for you yeah right makes a lot of sense yeah yeah you know i don't know if i've i think i've mentioned before but i i always respect what women have to go through when it comes to like pregnancy and and all the stuff that you Please have to go through. Please don't worry. As, I think you're going to go to. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As a guy. Listen to this. I. What? I will cut yeah. you. No. I'm, Are you going to say, but you've never felt no, how no, hard it is no, when you get kicked no, in the balls? No. Okay. I'll. I'll <laughs> <laughs> All right. We did he have, says no. We're safe. We did we're have safe. a discussion. I, no. That's not, has nothing to like, do with do that. Do you know if it feels the same? Because it might be worse. I was like. I will, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Stop there. Stop there. No. Don's about to fight. Don's, <laughs> she's she's getting out of her chair right down. now. Yeah. Hold my um, earrings. I just want to sh- give a shout out to all women because. <laughs> Women have it tough. You're saving yourself right they, now. No, I'm just saying. I, I see it and I hear about it. I, of course, I'm never going to go through it. and that's. Uh, but I, I admire and, the, and like I respect the fact that women have to go through all this stuff on a daily basis. Like everything you guys, you're, you have no control over your bodies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's tough, I'm sure. But um, yeah, shout out to all women because <laughs> you guys are rock stars. 
he's super cute. I think we should keep him. Like, he's really awkward. Can we turn this into the like, <laughs> make him blush episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. Or bring got, me back. He's beard. definitely blushing. I know. Right you're turning yeah. brown. Patty does the That's, same thing when he blushes. I'm, I'm actually kind of brown. So. Yeah. So you turn browner. Oh, I did darker. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm browner. blushing right now. Brown. Darker, browner. I'm actually <laughs> yellow because I'm Asian. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. I was thinking about um, when you're saying we can't control our body bodies. I was like, that's a good segue to other things that yes. we have going on. Why moms don't go on trampolines. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. There's some tough things that, yeah. that we go through. Yeah. There, there really is. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm glad I'm not a girl, but I definitely respect what you guys have to go through. <laughs> you guys kill it. That's pretty awesome. I mean, men have it tough too. And that's why I also enjoy smashing the patriarchy because it's really great to, to see men finally being able to like have close relationships with their children, to yeah. cry when they're sad, mm-hmm. to form great uh, platonic relationships with other men. Like there's, there's so many things that dudes can benefit mm-hmm. from too. You yeah. guys don't always have it easy in your own ways. But yeah, if you ever liken kicking to the balls to childbirth, I will probably come at you <laughs> uh, like a spider yeah. monkey. I made that mistake. Yeah, yeah. No, don't do not do that no more again. And that's what reading does to me. I read this kind of stuff and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's, that makes sense. Oops, but that was a bad one. That was yeah, a bad that, one. Yeah. <laughs> Discard. Um, abort let's, mission. Let's delete that. Uh, what are other things that we've learned? Like parenting has taught me, I mean, a shit ton of stuff. Do you have anything that sticks out to you, like parenthood related? Because I feel like that's where I've gathered most of my life lessons from. But that's also the the biggest thing that's right. happened to me. I don't know. I think for me, I agree with you. I mean, as funny as it is to say low bar, I think that by being a little bit more relaxed in your yes. parenting and uh, like just more relaxed about what Arlie's hitting or when he hits things. Like I'm not too worried about it. And that has made things really easy. I, I honestly haven't read like anything about being a parent. That's um, awesome. And so I'm like, so far he seems pretty happy and healthy and um, that's good. And sometimes I think it scares maybe my mom and mother-in-law a little bit. Cause we're very like laid back, yeah. but but Arlie's very happy and very healthy. And so um, that's the biggest thing that's worked for me. But I also wonder if I had kids younger, if that would have been the same, if, or if I would have been a little bit more like, I'm going to read everything and learn yeah. everything, right? You know, I think um, parenting is just like a lot of like jobs where it's like the best kind of training for it isn't, it's, isn't through books. It's through like on-the-job training, right? Like, Because I've, yes. I've discovered that like because <clears throat> going through school, I'm not very book smart. I don't like reading. I'll I'll read and I'll read and read and I won't learn anything until I get on the job and start doing it, seeing everything in front of me develop. Right. Yeah. Like when you when you feed Arlie a certain meal, <laughs> and he fucking throws it back in your face. Right. You learn. You're right. like, this is not what he likes. Right. So I'm gonna make him something that he might like. Right. You know, I it's... learn. No longer will I feed him dinner. Right. If that's the reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ever again. <laughs> this is how we teach them. We set up these consequences. And the, no, I'm just kidding. Again, CPS, please close your yeah. ears. Yeah, it's a joke. No, he, a joke. he eats. He eats. <laughs> he doesn't throw food back at us. He just... You, like it's funny as a parent you're like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna make this awesome meal and we're all gonna sit down at the table and we're gonna and then he's like I want a yogurt tube and you're like 
okay, now do I decide not to feed him mm-hmm. or do, does he get a yogurt tube? And am yeah. I setting up my, myself up for failure because now tomorrow he knows he can, he can get, he can get another yogurt it, tube, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's he's still young. He's, he's two and a half. And so it's like, am I, like, is he even going to get it when I set this consequence now at this age? And so you're just, we're just trying it. Like, yeah. we're just trying it. It's all Yeah, and that's where hair. we just set the bar low. Like, I make, how many different dinners do I make at dinner time? We just don't, we just don't <laughs> even fight. It's a mix of between picking your battles. Yeah. Right? And then just uh, rolling with the punches. Right. And I, I always ask myself, and it's such a weird question, is will this decision cause my children to be serial killers? <laughs> <laughs> and if the answer is no. Right. Every. It's always going to be no. Then it, it reminds me to so take a deep breath and uh, and just go with yeah. it, right? Like especially kids with developmental delays and right. things like that. It's like, is it? Do they really need to have freaking roast chicken and right. Brussels sprouts? Mm-hmm. And as like, he could have a yogurt tube, right? Why, right? Like, it's so that's what we did. And yeah. sometimes he'll eat two things of chicken and you know like right. he'll be and hungry our kids are grazers so i don't know if he's mm. the same way and so we've we've never discouraged that because it's like why is it so important to me that we all sit at the table and if i keep going back if i well, why 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 and then it's realizes it's it's not even really that important to me it's just right. a habit that i picked up right right so we just try and, and make our keeping the bar low and uh, finding things that work for our family, starting our new traditions. Maybe we all want to have separate dinners. Right. <laughs> Sitting in different rooms of the house. <laughs> if that works for us, then that's what fucking works for us. <laughs> and the, my kids aren't going to be serial killers because of it. So, I mean, really, there you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had, um when I was pregnant, I remember texting my doula, like, uh... I've eaten so many chicken nuggets while I've been pregnant. <laughs> Don't you joke love it. your chicken oh, nuggets. I do so love chicken funny. nuggets, but I remember texting nuggets. her and being like, uh, like I joke now that like Arlie's half chicken nuggets because I was like, this is all I'm going to eat while I'm pregnant and ice cream cakes, lots of ice cream cakes. That is but anyways, so cute. She was like, "Don't worry, there's people who smoke drugs and yeah. uh, they still have babies, so yeah, you're still doing fine." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, again, low bar, but. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It is. Yeah. I'm sure. But then I birthed a giant. That's probably my fault. Yeah. I had one giant and one small one. But Tim is a, Tim is a monster. Yeah. Tim's it's a true. Tim's a monster. That, that might have something yeah. to do with it. It could be. Maybe. I have uh, no excuse. I think it was Big Macs. I was a Big Mac person. I was, I remember, it's totally off topic, but I really wanted a Big Mac. It was late at night and Pat goes and gets me one and I eat it and I start crying like hysterical ugly crying he's like oh my god are you okay and i'm like it's just so good hysterical ugly crying over a big mac like the things pregnancy does to you it's crazy yeah yeah it's bizarre i just lived in the bath when i was pregnant i was just so sore all the time i just lived in the bath yes yeah but I don't have, I only have one. So I don't, I right. never had to experience the like, how do you have a toddler or a baby and then also be pregnant? I could not imagine. It's, um, actually that's a, that's a good segue is like when you see someone doing something, you're like, I could never do that. Like mm-hmm. we hear that so, so often, <laughs> yeah. right? I often joke and say that when people say, don't worry, it could always be worse. You could always be 
and we are that family. (laughs) No, it's true. I'm okay with who I am. No, it's true. Oh, yeah. Um, We're having two kids diagnosed with autism within a year of each other. Oh, yeah. Right? And they're close in age. Mm -hmm. The boys are 21 months apart. Oh, wow. Because people tell you, have kids close in age, and they'll grow up and they'll be best friends. (laughs) If I ever find those fucking people again, they're in in trouble. That was not good advice. Um, There's an adult life lesson. Be careful who you take advice from. The, uh, but this podcast is fine. Yes, yeah, this take one's advice fine. From yeah, us, take we know advice exactly from what us. we're doing. I know my shit. It's fine. You're fine. It's fine. Um, with the kids, it's funny. People are like, "How? How do you do it?" And you just learn. You just yeah. you cope. You just cope. And it's like with anything. I have some friends that are going through hard times. Like they might not be parents, but they're fucking basement floods. <laughs> and it's like oh, that sounds. Familiar. Doesn't that sound very familiar? It's like a. Tarot cards or something. Uh, Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. Uh, So they say, I know it's not the same as what you're going through, but it's really, you know, I don't know how to how to do it, how to get through it. And I always tell people that what you're dealing with to you is still like a ten reaction from you because that's and that's legit, right? And what I'm going through is a ten reaction because it's the most I've gone through. We're both going through ten reactions. We can't compare, right? right? Like, so it's really important to be there and to acknowledge that everyone's 10 reaction is a legitimate 10 reaction. It took me a long time to get to that point also, because I used to harbor a lot of resentment, but Mm. that's something that I've learned is that everyone's 10 reaction is a 10 reaction to them. And we all need to reach out and be support for each other. Absolutely. Right. And having my adult friends and my family and my sound person Lindsay um special girlfriend my special girlfriend not like those boring fuckers special girlfriend um that that has what gotten us through is really finding your support system yeah gotta find your support system and I also think every fucking adult should have a therapist yeah I honestly believe even when you don't think you need one just having someone who can help you talk through Mm -hmm. shit you'd be surprised how much baggage you have from your childhood, from past experiences, and just to help you get through current stuff, I really am a strong advocate for everybody having a therapist. That's interesting because I, I don't have a therapist. Well, you are a work in progress, though, uh, sweetheart. We're, we're working <laughs> on <laughs> maybe I Maybe you guys are secretly my therapist. <laughs> Is my she sister, secretly a therapist, Lindsay? My sister suggested for Is the she podcast. A You're going to have to watch Bandersnatch. <clears throat> Bandersnatch. Um, I can't watch anything scary. Oh, yeah. No, don't watch it then. I mean, it's not like scary, scary. It's just creepy scary. Is can you mind, do creepy scary? Mind scary? Mind like, fucking oh, scary. Mind fu- no. I don't know if I can do that. You can do it. I mean, I'll do it. Just Bring the loot. I'll enjoy it. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> it's right. fine. I'm in there. Don't worry about it. I was going to say, my sister had suggested for us to go to um, couples counseling together as Oh, as my God. That is so <laughs> We looked into it. It was very expensive. It's very expensive. But, but it is expensive. It would be good. You should go on your own. I have a therapist. Yeah, I don't any longer, but I did uh, when things were at their worst. Things have smoothed over so much now at our house. But when they were really bad, I went every single week for one-on-one therapy. Expensive, but amazing. Yeah, well, thankfully mine was covered. So that's that's another important thing. If you think you cannot afford a therapist, there are avenues and places out there where you can get therapists like Hmm. through the u of a Mm -hmm. psychiatry department even like we're talking very qualified therapists and they can help you get set up with group therapy or whatever i think it's super super important yeah i'll just look for one of my friends who are just getting into like therapists and then i'll be like their guinea pig (laughs) for like a cheap rate 
kind of thing. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah, if that's your jam, <laughs> I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if I want to talk about like all my sexuality. And I mean, okay, I'm a bad example for that because I talk about that openly. But for example, <laughs> I don't know if I want to talk about all of my inner workings and stuff with friends. It might yeah, yeah, be nice yeah. to have someone unbiased. That's true. Someone who doesn't know you and who has to <laughs> so like. Tip number three. It's like set your expectations low as a parent, but set your mental health expectations high. <laughs> Make sure you find someone good that can help you with yes. your mental health. <laughs> yes. And acknowledge that self-care isn't always like Epsom salts right. and a freaking bubble bath and reading a book. Sometimes it's having really hard conversations. Yeah. Sometimes it's setting boundaries with people that are toxic. Sometimes it is, I want to say sometimes it's eating a whole cake. I'll say that because the other two were really good. And sometimes it is eating a whole cake. You got to balance it out a bit. You really yeah. do, yeah. yeah. Um, sometimes, yeah, self-care can look really, sometimes it's crying all night on the phone with someone because you need to hash through all these things, right? It's yeah. a, it's not it's not always pretty, but it's right. super important. Like regular self-care, so I'm like, why isn't this working? I had a bath. Right. People said I should feel better. <laughs> the bath like, was supposed to work. Right? Like all my problems are supposed to be gone. <laughs> yeah, but instead I just sat in the bath and all the problems came to my head the whole time. Right? And all yeah. I can think about are my problems now. Yeah, so that's, uh, that is how I get through adversity is, is recognizing what self-care actually is. Yeah. For me, what is effective self-care? What's effective self-care for you? Um, the most of the things, except for the cake, because I can't have cake. <laughs> right. Brutal. You think about it often, though, don't you? I think about it all the time. What's your favorite dirty, meal dirty now that you've lost cake and imaginary so many fun cake? Um, actually, <laughs> speaking of chicken nuggets, oh. Pizza Seventy Three has gluten-free chicken nuggets. Wow. And they are oven baked and they are so crumpy. <laughs> Sound <laughs> girl special Lindsay is nodding. They are so crumpy. They're so good. Crumpy. <laughs> I know New we word. Like, yeah, crumpy. Because it's a sound that it makes. It's not oh, really yeah, crunch. It's yeah. a crumpy, crumpy. <laughs> so they're crumpy. Yes. That's a, you that really might, do have to come to our might, house. It's I, like I do. We I should do. record one from your house. <laughs> oh my yeah. god that'd be good yeah there'd be uh, masses all over. those masses attacking me hold oh on a second i can't get to the mic because i'm going oh this is literally taking me away yeah the children fun. would have so much fun they are fucking hilarious now they're both <laughs> verbal and uh they're fucking funny how old are your children uh xander's turning nine in wow. eight days wow. and damien is seven yeah, so they're seven and eight, which is bizarre because they've we've been living with uh, the kids being diagnosed for six years now. Yeah. So wow. yeah, yeah, they were both diagnosed pretty young. Damien had just turned two, and Zan was three. Um, but they are so fucking funny, and I realize now that they're both verbal. I didn't watch my language at all when they were nonverbal. <laughs> right? Because I was like, oh, they're not going to speak anyway. That's what but the doctor said. Picking so everything up. What's the fucking point, right? <laughs> so, like, Zan and I are driving and I'm not swearing because I'm in the car and the kids are in the car and I'm like, just like, <clears throat> Just like super frustrated, and he's like, "Those fuckers, hey, mom." <laughs> yeah, baby, those fuckers. Yeah. But you always have to appreciate that sometimes. I know well, that it was kids in are context, supposed to... dude. Like but... I'm like, yeah, high five. That guy is a fucker. Like but you yeah, are right. You then realize it's like this is your offspring. Like this, you want them to be like a part of you to be part of them because like that's 
it's who yes. you are, and this is this is your mini me, right? Yeah, right. Like, and we're super frank with the kids. We're really lucky. I mean, it's a double edged sword, but both kids are um, above average cognitively. Okay. So we speak to them like adults. We always yeah. have, mm-hmm. and um, some of the shit they say is fucking wild <laughs> and they call each other out like so i have one child damien my youngest is a devout christian so i am not christian i was raised catholic okay. kids go to catholic school yeah. um but we always gave the kids choices this is what some people believe mm-hmm. this is what i believe you get to choose what makes your heart happy we that's did good. that with santa claus we did that with god we did that with everything that's not like proven proven right so that's just how we do things. So Damien will come up to me and is like, uh, you use the Lord's name in vain <laughs> again. I'm like, I'm really sorry, sweetheart. I'll bring my little rosary out and say a couple, fuck man, didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Oh, he's That's adorable. He's amazing. And the kids were talking the other day and Damien says, Uranus. Why'd they call a planet Uranus? And Sanders like, actually, it was the Romans. If you have a problem with it, you should probably take it up with them. It's like, our house is so bizarre. It's a bizarre mix. I would love to just be a fly on the wall in your household sometimes. Well, I often say we should have our own camera crew. Yeah. Oh, we should absolutely have our own. It's fucking wild. One of the things I love seeing your family like how much you guys let the kids um, develop their interests, right? So yeah. I, like we, with coins, I know that yes. coins was a big thing. And so I like... like collecting I, coins? Yeah. The foreign currency, Zan's oh, really? jam. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so I think as a parent seeing that, and even what you were just saying about letting them choose, I think that's so important that where there's so many things where it's like, Go ahead. Choose when you like when mm-hmm. you decide what you want to do. Um, you know, same with us. We're not religious. Yeah. But if Arlie wants to get into religion, I mean, yeah. that's up to him. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we'll we, support him. Yeah. We lay out as much as we could all the information. I mean, everything from Buddhism, Jehovah's Witnesses, and he ended up deciding he's Catholic, which is cool because yeah. I know more about that than yeah. everything else because that's how I was raised. Yeah. So I was like, oh, thanks. Am I doing this right? I just made the sign of the cross. You can't see it because it's a podcast. I'm like, am I doing this right? <laughs> I'm also wondering if there's a direction that you have to go certain ways. I don't I bet so. there. I bet there I'm is. sure there is, but. I don't know, spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch is how I remember it. <laughs> Clearly not the religious one in the family. Well, it's funny because like my cousin, my cousin's Mormon. Okay, cool. And he, uh, it came out of high school. So he, he was, you know, it's not like he was young and he got yeah. like told that this is what he has to do right. kind of thing. And like we're a Buddhist family and it, it was kind of a shock to our family because like he, he, he made a bunch of friends in high school and yeah. you know, they, I, I don't want to say like how they got him into it, but right. you know, he became, and one day he was, he started going to church more often and, and all of a sudden he became Mormon. I was like, okay. But at the same time we had a talk and I was like, Hey man, whatever makes you happy. Yeah. Like, cause this is, this is your life. You can't yeah. let other people decide what you want. So if this makes happy. I'm in yeah. full support of it. Yeah. You know? And my family was skeptical at first. I yeah. was the only one that was kind of like, I went to his, um, baptism in. Oh, the, wow. And, and, and it's funny. Cause like a lot of times, like I'm generally not allowed in the Mormon church. Like, um, because of their rules and stuff like that. But for, because they are baptizing one of my family, I was allowed to go in. Which it was a different experience, but and I've got lots of nieces and nephews, or, or yeah, nieces and nephews that basically, whenever they get baptized, I try to go there as well because I'm cool. supporting their family. But mm-hmm. right. you know, it's it's whatever makes you happy. You know, you you can't, and that's one of the things about Buddhism is that 
they promote like spirituality and happiness. So whatever path you take to happiness or to your spirituality, by all means, go yeah. and do it. But that's the thing I hate about some like religions is that like if it's not their religion, it's nothing, right? Like it's yeah. The and we were pretty worried about that when it came to Christianity with Damien. We often say, "I sure hope he goes New Testament instead of Old Testament." Like you know, it's uh, as long as it's harm none, right? Yeah, exactly. Like as long as he's not like pushing you guys yeah. to be like, you guys have to believe in this. Like, it's oh the yeah, way, it's the way of the Lord. Yeah. Like. As long as he realizes that, like, everyone has their own views on life, then that's good. That's what we're hoping by teaching them so young, right? Yeah, exactly. And, like, he knows mommy's a heathen. So <laughs> we've actually had this conversation. Like, mom, why don't you believe me? Oh, mommy's a heathen, sweetheart. It's okay. Jesus knows. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I texted him earlier. Talk. Yeah, I texted <laughs> him. It's talk. fine. Like, go clean your room before I text Santa. Like, it's... <laughs> and um, so, again, knowing that you guys are girlfriends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> special special, girl, special girlfriends. girlfriends you um, forgot. Uh, are you comfortable talking about your like your? Uh, Come on, Jack. How we rub side shades <laughs> no, 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 together. No, 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 just like because okay. like, we had we had our discussion with Lindsay about um, how she came out and everything. Yes. And um, how was that like coming coming out for you? Oh my God! I hope my mother listens oh. to this. Okay, so <laughs> it's very just hold on to your fucking seats so um i call my mom i'd like i work it up i'm like coming out as bi it's gonna be amazing and liberating and woo gonna woo and i call her and she lives way out east okay so, so sorry I, I don't even interrupt you but like yeah. according to like all the propaganda on tv and that that yeah. when you come out it's gonna be like this horrific experience to your parents is that what you have coming on your mind no because like, my mom's super open-minded and she's okay. and i know it's just going to be like this loving touching like yep. this hallmark moment yeah, like that's good right yeah. and yeah. it's like mom i'm like i finally am ready to come out and tell you this important part about myself and it's going to be really sweet and i'm ready to have that with your, my mom are okay. your parents religious at all um my mom was mm -hmm. she catholic i don't think she's practicing okay. now but she's super awesome okay um my dad passed away when i was a kid oh, so it's just that. just mom in the picture um so i call her and i'm really excited and i'm like mom i got something something to tell you like fucking sit down it's super important it's going to be <laughs> sweet as shit and she's like okay what is it and i was like mom i'm by and she's like, oh, I know, because I read your diary when you oh. were 15. Like, are, you, are you fucking kidding? Oh, you are taking this from me right now? This is supposed to be our amazing special moment. And you're, oh, are you serious? And she was like, yeah, I know that. I'm like, well, all right. Okay. How, how are you, how that are you doing, mom? And we talked about the weather and shit. It was really awful. It was awful. Um, that would have been... Was Xander born? I don't even know if Xander was born. So, oh wow, okay. I I was I knew Pat, so it was within the ten year range. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I always knew. Apparently, I knew when I was like fifteen and wrote <laughs> it in my fucking Di diary. diary yeah. My mother read it. Yeah, that's. Oh. I mean, that's brutal on a couple fronts. And like, she never told, asked, mentioned nope, it to you. Never mentioned it. No. Nope. Yeah. She was just waiting for this day. Yeah, to yeah. harsh my <laughs> fucking like, mellow. It's to like ruin a, my hallmark moment. What was that uh, college um that that skit with um? Because remember we were talking about how this guy was trying to like come out to his friends and oh, stuff yeah, like sure. that. 
college humor, the college humor skit where this guy's like, hey guys, just want to tell you something. I'm gay. And they're like, yeah, we know, dude. Or like, yeah, yeah that's fine. Like, yeah, that's that's fine. great. Yeah, we know. Yeah, that's cool. Cool story, man. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, and he's like, why are you, this is my, this is my special right? moment. Why are you taking this away from me? So that's what that reminds me of. Because like, <laughs> totally like yeah. that. I haven't seen that skit, but I mean, obviously it's a common enough thing that uh, the college humor has. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Parents, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got a fun, fun life also. You like not yes. just the adversity, you've got no. fun stuff going on too. You have to find the fun and you have to, um, I think it was really important to me to grieve. And I had a hard time grieving when my kids were diagnosed because they were still alive, yeah. like still physically with me. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized how important it was to allow myself to have that grieving process. And I think with any adverse thing, it's important to allow yourself time to adjust and be. And But you can't wallow in it. You have to be like, okay... I've accepted it. I felt it. Now we have to try and move on. And That's yeah. a really good point that I think, like, a good note um, for being an adult mm -hmm. is, is um, yeah, calling it the grieving process I think is powerful because there's a lot of people who – yeah, okay, my situation could be worse if blah, blah, blah. But no, it is your situation. And if um, – yeah. Yeah, that's really right? incredible. Like if your situation is a 10 out of 10 to you, you can't compare yourself to <laughs> yeah, me yeah. and my family, yeah. right? Acknowledge that your situation is awful or hard right. or difficult, right? And allow yourself time to process it with help of your therapist that right. I'm sure you've gotten already at this time in the <laughs> or podcast. Your friends. Yeah. Or your <laughs> 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 and, uh, and And allow yourself to move on and allow yourself to find that joy yeah. again. Yeah, I think the grieving period period is definitely one of the most important things you really have to get all those like feelings out but i've never heard anyone call it that like I, and i think that and to acknowledge important. Yeah. that you yeah. can have it outside yeah. of yeah. a death yeah right it's yeah. any big change in circumstance i totally grieved when my mom stole that fucking sunshine from me <laughs> what a jerk um no it, with, with everything you can allow yourself because yeah. uh like you're whatever you thought your plans that you had in your head those die and change right and yeah. so you're you are allowed to grieve those That's and incredible. so familiarize yourself with the grieving process and what it oh, looks yeah. like because it's not a linear thing mm -hmm. right it's sort of no. circular and and spirals and comes yeah. back in on itself but allowing yourself to do it was super important it took me a long time to learn that lesson mm -hmm. and it's a very important one to pass on because it, it's changed my life to be like yeah, yeah you know what this well it's <laughs> it sparks a note for me <laughs> Did you pick up that yes. that sound? Oh, did the it? The little oh, kiss. No, that's, oh, I'm fine. It's fine. That's Lindsay's job, though. Sure. <laughs> and we've acknowledged it now, so okay. now you got to leave in the kiss. <laughs> yeah, just like the sneeze from last episode. Um, but I think that makes a lot of sense for what, like, it's sparking something for me because um, everything that happened with the birth. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't grieve my thought of what my labor would be i mean yeah. i didn't really have a plan or but it ended up being way different than i would have ever yeah. expected and so yeah that's really an interesting thing that i'm like oh maybe that's what i'm missing i think you absolutely should go through and and pursue that because you may not have had the plan but if you think about it from our whole lives we're taught what birth mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. and what it looks like whether it's movies right. stories like yours don't come up in movies <laughs> right. right or books right. tv shows friends of friends it's an abnormal event right what happened to you so it's outside of the realm of normal so i absolutely yeah 
yeah, whether you realize it or not, you did have ingrained in you what right. a birth would be right. and yours was not that. Right. And and in fact, it, it isn't even so much the labor that I had. It's it was everything after. after. And yeah. so um, ho- I've been holding on to almost this like, okay, I'm going to go talk to the doctor and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, again, I'm just saying like you've reframed it for me. So that thank makes me you. Happy. <laughs> oh, okay, we're done here. We're good. <laughs> yeah, I've saved one life. We're good. My bill's in the mail. <laughs> yeah, now i got to go fire my therapist. Oh. Hey, what am I paying you for, therapist? Oh. <laughs> they didn't talk with you. Oh. No, we've done a lot. We've done a lot. Okay. We did like EMDR. We've worked through trauma did, stuff. Oh, that's so, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, so maybe this is, this no, is this maybe is the missing step. piece. Yeah. <laughs> I see her next week. I'll bring it up. That's yes. fantastic. I'm ready to grieve. I guess yeah. I need a therapist. You, you do. Really you should. I honestly think it's so important for every adult. Yeah. We have so much on our plates. Well, like, especially because, again, spoiler alert, our next podcast is going to be about when Jack and I went to go get our tarot card re- read. And Jack <laughs> loved it so much that I'm like, yeah, you should get a therapist to talk to you about you because you loved hearing about you <laughs> from the tarot reader. That's amazing. That's all they're there for, right? Just listen to me talk you about myself. You should go back to the place and be like, can I talk to you some more, lady? I actually do have a therapist. It's that lady. It's Sandra <laughs> it's- at Russian Tea House. <laughs> She's my therapist. It's probably cheaper than an actual therapist, to um, be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. yeah. Oh, yeah. Do we have any therapist friends that we can bring on to the podcast? No. I I encourage... Well, I mean, yeah, for the podcast, but not yeah. for you. You oh, deserve... Me, you are I, worthy of a therapist. My own... My own yeah, you want it to be someone therapist. who doesn't know you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And in fact, yeah. somebody who is your friend probably would tell you they shouldn't be your therapist. I just yeah. wanted to put a, bring a therapist on to talk about how f- important therapists are. To oh yeah, adults. I think that would yeah. be important. That's fantastic. But I don't think I know any therapists. And all the things they do because people probably just think like oh, only if you have mental health ill, you know, issues and things like and it's so much more than that. No. Therapists provide so much more than that. Well, and that's what when you said when you said like it covers like a bunch of baggage that people probably don't even think that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're being stubborn to the fact that they don't they're not admitting to any problem mm-hmm. that they have. Um, or just like things that they just need to talk to someone about. Because I've, I've found that through all my, um, all the stuff that's been happening to me, just talking with people about things has helped me along with my, with my support group. Yes. They have been the biggest help to get, help me get through all of the things that I needed, but they're also my friends. So. Yeah. And you probably only give them bits and pieces. Like I find that with my therapist, it's like, it's such a safe place. Yes. And I feel like I can take off like the mask yeah. that I wear every day. And, and I feel that like they, she, she probably pushes for like you to really come out. Right. Like, like the she, right therapist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also recognizing that just the first therapist you go see might not be the right fit. Yeah. Yeah. Like all therapists are not created equal. Yeah, yeah. I had a therapist who I went to go see about anxiety and I was um, talking about something, being afraid of flying or something. And this therapist, considering that you pay like almost $200 an hour for most, for most therapists, uh, she talked about herself so much and was telling me about, oh, well, you make sure if you're afraid of flying that you never fly east because I'm from the east coast and the plane rides are terrible. And it was just before we were going to go to oh Newfoundland. Oh and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the worst. I know. What an awful therapist, right? Yeah. I was like, yeah, you're not the right one for Not me. the right one for you. No. So, yeah, I'm not with her anymore. How do you know which one's the right one, though? Well, that right away. I was yeah, like, no, that, this isn't right. Like... Sometimes it takes 
a little It'll while. It'll take a couple like, yeah, sessions it, with them before yeah, you find out. Yeah, I had out. one. It took me a couple. And she's like, you, you just don't get that click. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't feel that... I find with therapists, when they're the right ones, you either hate them or you love them. I mean, the therapist I saw the longest, Sam, I fucking hated him. And every time I came home, I'd be like, we talked about my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. And he'd sit and he'd be like, Don, I'm doing my Sam lean again. You can't see it because it's a podcast, but it's very important. And he's like, Don let's just sit in the silence and i would sit and glare at him i'm like why are you doing this to me and it was so effective mm. like he knew how uh, to push yeah. me and how yeah, to yeah. move me and how to get me to actually feel things mm-hmm. whereas i'm so good at keeping that in i think a lot of us have developed a lot yeah. of you know and like jokey oh yeah, yeah. put a joke on top right <laughs> that's what we do um be loud and wear low cut yeah, shirts and no one will notice you have <laughs> fucking daddy issues. It's fine. Don't worry about but it. But it doesn't affect them. Did not yeah. get past yeah. Sam, man. That man was yeah. amazing. We did so much work. Huh. And I don't think I would have accomplished it. Without. So that's my thing, my personal thing with therapists. I'm curious to see if you find like a therapist friend, what they say. But uh, to me, you either love them right away and you feel like opening up willingly or yeah. you hate them. I mean, love, and- hate. And and they, they pry have it out of you, you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you feel good afterwards. Yeah, because getting out that that stuff that's kind of holding you, it's it's like the demons inside you, right? Pretty and much. You need to get them out. You just need to get them out. So well, that's interesting. I'd be interested to talk to a therapist because I'm sure I have a lot about me. Because as positive as I am about a lot of things, there's I'm sure there's things inside that bug me. <laughs> Actually, I know there's things inside that bug me. I just <laughs> yeah. need to talk to somebody about it yeah <laughs> that's what we're gonna do we're gonna get you a therapist it'll be great i think it's a great idea i obviously i think it's a great idea seriousness and funny yeah i'm sure because <laughs> I've, I've always been funny. more I've, I've always been one person that's like i don't need a therapist i'm fine oh yeah right. oh once yeah you, once you get the, the outside, right therapist right? you'll be like oh this was isn't what i thought it yeah what it, like people again like what oh i need it for and i'm putting that yeah. in quotes like yeah. it's not just that no like i literally have i'm fine tattooed on my back <laughs> <laughs> and i'm still saying you need a therapist what's the other side say oh help me save me oh save me yeah right. so it's an ambigram oh, okay, so when okay. you look at it up like right side up it says yeah. i'm fine and then upside down it says save me oh cool yeah i'm pretty badass <laughs> That's uh, pretty hard. Okay, I want to make sure we get some of John's fun stuff in here, though, because I feel like we've talked so much about mental health and family. We've done wanna, good. I right? know. This, we are this is all great stuff. No, no, no. I want to talk about Don's fun stuff. Oh, God. okay. All the fun stuff that Don does. If okay. she wants to talk about it. Yeah. What what kind of stuff? Like my extracurriculars? Yeah. Like where I find my joy? Yeah. Okay. So I discovered that I love alternative lifestyles so i started doing japanese bondage oh interesting right like that that came right out of left field right like here's this mom i go to like my (laughs) ipp meetings and do all my documentation and early intervention stuff and then go and we travel and do demos of it we teach and that's you and uh rope top tom right and uh, so, how did you, how did you get into that? And like, what? How do you start with that? Because I've seen pictures, and it yes. looks intensive. Yes, <laughs> it is very intense. It was. Um, I don't even know how I got into it. I just have friends who did it. I was like, hey, yeah, that looks interesting. And then you get uh, used to the materials and the fabrics right. and the things they use, and you start with small ties. And I'm like, yeah, that was 
amazing. I want more. I want more. Yeah. I want more. Yep. I want more. And then before you know it, you're at the what is it? The Garneau Theater and doing no Metro? what's the, Metro Metro. Metro. Yeah, the Metro Theater, and we're doing a demo in on front stage? of everyone. In we were in the lobby at the <gasps> when they were premiering Wonder Woman. Well, at the Professor, the Metro Professor, Professor Marston and the Wonder, and the Wonder Women. Oh yeah, yeah yes. okay, it's not Wonder Woman, but like that. Yeah, like, there's, sorry. there's another movie. Like the Mar- no, not Marvel. No, no, well, no, 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 no not, not, not the DC Mar- one. But this sorry, is a different didn't one. Mean to get this is a different. Like, yeah, all the nerds all fucking excited. in the lobby of like Scotiabank Theater. Yeah, no, I would. I'm pretty so, sure. Yeah, that, we've that gone to attention. Calgary and done it. We've been to BC. I'm actually traveling to Winnipeg next month. Wow. And we're teaching classes on, um, you know, consent and yeah. sexuality yeah. and and finding you. That's amazing. Who you are, right? Mm-hmm. And um, trying to normalize some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, because that's me um, trying to find who I am outside of motherhood, especially like the suffocating bubble of special needs motherhood. Well, yeah, because I mean, you're giving so much of yourself to your kids because it's important that they have you there. But you need that time for yourself as well. Yeah. You need need to find yourself in other ways without everybody else. Yep. And, and again, with the whole self-care, what is self-care to you? It's yeah. not bubble baths. There yeah. we go. It's yeah. it's being tied in rope and upside down. Yeah. It's different for everybody. Right? It's, it's different, different for everybody. Different for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Relaxing. Hand me that book. It's like in I'm my just tied in, yeah. in a hammock. It's like, yeah. just swing me a little it bit. It can be, right? Oh, it can be. Absolutely no, can be. It's funny because... Um, and hopefully you don't mind me telling this story, but I just, with everything that was going on and with Lindsay being part of your family, like, I'm like, man, you guys are so normal. Like you just have normal family issues going on and you guys have that blended family. And yeah. like, I'm like, but you still got all the same things as a, like, yep. a, whatever heteronormative couple. It's like yep. all the same, all the same, <laughs> all the same stuff. Who's going to do the dishes? Well, it's always yeah. Lynn's. Who's going to make supper? <laughs> like it's who's yeah. doing laundry. Like it's, we have all, it's all the same yeah. stuff. There's just more of us. Yeah. That's all. And um, I've talked to Lindsay about this, and your communication with your all your your whole family is, yeah. is big, right? It's yes. a huge part of what uh, what makes everything work. Yes, we even have like our own. Did you tell them about that? Like our the dialogue. We even have our own real like way of communicating for bigger stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so we use like a dialogue model to talk about bigger stuff or even small stuff, but it's it's a way of telling someone that you want to talk to them without putting them on the spot. Okay. Mm. So oh, for an example, here's a heavy subject. You're writing your will and you know, getting all your paperwork and stuff ready. We need to find out who's gonna have our kids mm-hmm. if, you know, Pat and I die at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Which side note, we actually never travel together for that reason. Pro tip. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we try not to. My boss says that as well, but yeah, it's crazy. Well, who's gonna take my fucking kids? So that brings us back to this. So I wanted to talk to Lindsay about would she be interested? Is this something she wants? So we're sitting in the car and I'm like, Lindsay, I'd like to have a dialogue with you about when the children, uh, should Pat and I die, who will take care of the kids? I said, the whole dialogue should take, you know, maybe five minutes. Do you have time for this? And she said, yes, I do. So I asked for permission to talk to her. I give her a tagline, right? She said, yes, she did. And um, then I said, this is what I'm thinking about. We're wondering, 
we want to sit and talk about who's going to take care of the kids. You know, we'd leave the house. Everything would be paid for. This is what our life insurance is with. We think it would cover, you know, for this many years of mm -hmm. therapy and yeah. childcare and all this stuff. Um, when would you be able for us to sit and talk about it? And she says, you know, I'm not quite sure yet. I'll think on it. And then we'll sit and talk about it. And that's it. And that's how you fucking handle yeah, the big conversations. Yeah. That's a really good Done. idea. Done. No that's, one is imposed. Yeah. No one is pressured to answer stuff right away. It's work. Write that down. No, it's one of the things we teach. No, I'll just you'll when just we, read it yeah. when she writes her book. Yeah, right. Because it seems like you guys have everything like in check. It's been a lot of trial and error. Yeah, wins. I'll yeah. bet. Yeah, we've had yeah. some error to our trials, <laughs> but I mean, who doesn't? And again, yeah. it's when you have adversity. What do you do? You fucking own your shit. You say I'm sorry. Yeah. Like let's grieve let's move on together and it's uh not it's it's you and i against the problem right mm -hmm. like it's not you and i against each right other. yeah because i've always been i've always been in, like intrigued by like polyamorous relationships and stuff like that but like anything i read up on it and it's it's the communication factor that really makes a difference but there's there's also going to be like the things that you got to get over, like certain feelings that you really have to power through, but like mm -hmm. the communication is always going to be the most important thing. I think and so. And uh, also your motive for being, it's come to my attention a lot lately. Some people are just like, oh, I want to be poly because I heard all the sex or the threesomes. <laughs> it's like, dude, are you serious? It's more people to make dishes. There's no set, like there's <laughs> yeah. no more, there's more cleaning because there's more people. What do you, I don't know what relationship you're in. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, it's your motive for doing it. Some people think it's, you know, this wild, I mean, we have fun, but it's, it's not like this wild, amazing, super sexy. It's like, yeah. like you said, we're yeah, it's normal. Pretty, yeah. It's yeah. pretty yeah. fucking yeah. boring. It's a lot of Google <laughs> calendars, a lot of, did you hear how sexy my dialogue conversation was? <laughs> That's like sometimes as wild as our Friday nights get. Yeah. It's like, let's have a dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not what everyone else thinks it's supposed to be. No. I mean, it, it depends. Depends on what your motive is. Again, yeah, it right? like, <clears throat> fucking does, right? Like you have to. You you can't get into it because you think it means you can have sex with everyone, or you'll find a woman to to just have threesomes with. Yeah. You. It's just it's not realistic. Mm -hmm. It's not. That's interesting. That's very interesting to hear. Glad <laughs> yeah. to have you back Talk on to your our relationship. Yeah, on our absolutely. Relationship one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, anything else that you wanted to touch base on? Got any more tips? Uh, you've given sure me so many tips. <laughs> yeah, I'm <thanks>. like <laughs> so glad. Um, one, I'm, I'm kind of a collector of quotes. Everyone has their own things that are really meaningful to them. And whether that's song lyrics or it's, you know, people or movies or shows or quotes for me, it's quotes. So finding that. And one of the biggest ones that gets me through the hard stuff is just when the caterpillar thinks its life is over is the birth of the butterfly mm. right so you may feel like your whole fucking life is caving in yeah. and there's no escape but it's mm -hmm. you know you're you're about to become the butterfly and it, it's along the whole lines of you know good things fall apart so better things can fall mm. together or you think you're buried but you're planted 
Oh, so bloom, yeah. you know, it's along mm-hmm. those yep. sort of lines. No, but just because just it appears sense. to be over, yeah. it's really not. You're just going to get wings and be majestic as fuck, mm-hmm. you little butterfly. I, we've, we've talked a lot about like um, young adults or people who are kind of going through that when, when they're in their 20s and they're, something's happened to them and it feels like this is the worst thing. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, you can probably remember those feelings of like, it's it's easier now to sometimes remember that like whatever happens I'm gonna be okay whether I become a butterfly or I bloom um but yeah for young adults I think sometimes it's hard to remember that 10 years down the road um you know a breakup isn't gonna be as important as it is now but and I also want young adults to to be gentle with themselves when they're having these huge emotions because your brain doesn't finished developing until you're I think they say the 25 year mark now so you don't have your full set of of executive functioning skills right right like you're dealing with these huge emotions and you just you don't have all the tools to deal with them that you will when you're older so I mean it's honest when we say it will get better Mm -hmm. and it's okay to feel shitty now but just just try and hold on to the fact that like it will get better it will get easier yeah yeah for those people that <clears throat> I see you get like married before the age of 25, have Ooh. kids before the age of 25. I'm yeah. like, I don't know if you're really ready because, yeah. because of the fact that they haven't really developed. Yeah. Some people are. Some, my some, mom people, some people are. are. Yeah, my some. mom met my dad when she was 19 and my dad was 30 and she had us all by the time she was 24. Oh wow. Yeah. My mom's the best. So <laughs> yeah, she totally is. <laughs> Yeah, so take that back. Even young people can have kids and be awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, didn't, I didn't feel like it to tell not, it, right? Yeah. Like it, you were just like, I, I just need to throw Jack I just under worry. the bus all the I time. Know. I know. Be yeah, beat, motherfucker. I am. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, you know, I feel as though like we're, we're rounding about our like hour mark. Yeah. And I, don't, I feel as though we haven't even like really no, begun to know more we i think we need to know more about dawn also this was way more serious yeah i know i'm sorry i mean i still said fuck a lot enough to like warrant the whole but if we had, explicit if thing, we had but... outtakes of what we were talking about before we even started the podcast <laughs> yeah. i'd love to do like a on-air drinking party sort of <laughs> like never this will have be the I one at your house <laughs> yeah this yeah will we'll have a, s- a separate one but i definitely think we should have dawn on again definitely. for another podcast I absolutely think it's great. guys but um today i think that's uh that's gonna be wrapped up today um, hope you guys enjoyed listening to today's episode. Don, thank you for coming on. Thank you. Do you have any like shout outs to anybody that you want to like any plugs they call them? <laughs> happy plugs. birthday to Xander. Yeah. Oh almost my God. Happy, almost birthday. Almost birthday. Nine. My little bitty baby. <laughs> yeah. No, I just love my kids. And, uh, if you guys ever find this when you're older, remember weird moms build character. So <laughs> love you guys. Bye. It's all about the character of kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Um, to interact with us, follow us at This Is Adulting on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I mean, if you have any other questions for Dawn that we could maybe take into another episode, you mm-hmm. know, feel free to message us on those. Um, yeah, yeah, interact with us. We're not getting enough messages. I, <laughs> I say this after every podcast, and I'm not getting enough messages. So please send us messages, give us five stars, all the fun stuff. You haven't got any call outs from like no. <laughs> celebrities? No, I haven't got anything. What, what's the point of me doing this if no one's going to do it? I'm going to guilt send everyone. I'll boob pics later. It's fine. Don't worry. Hooray. All right, guys. That's it for today. We'll chat next week. Cheers.